0: Amen. Let's pray for the word tonight. Heavenly Father, always a privilege and an honor to gather together in your house. Tonight, Lord, our deepest desire is to hear from you, is to hear from heaven, is to hear from your word that you would draw so close to us god that there would be a change that is undeniable within us and so tonight lord we lay our lives down and we say not i but christ that lives within me tonight lord we are a body of believers we are men and women sons and daughters who would just say less of us oh god that we would be able to have more of you Lord, I pray that that prayer would go into the center of every soul tonight, Lord, that we would say less of us tonight, God, that we would be able to have more of you. Come and speak, we pray. Let your word change us, touch us, and feed us, we pray, according to your will. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Well, our title tonight is Arrows in the Hands of a Warrior. The warrior I want to speak of tonight is God himself. Scripture tells us that he is the mighty warrior. He is the mightiest warrior. He has a plan and a call for our lives to be as arrows in his hand. We have the privilege and the opportunity to serve and to war under the greatest commander in chief, under the mightiest warrior who commands the greatest spiritual army on earth and in heaven highest honor to serve and to fight with him if you have your bibles tonight we're going to go to psalm 127 you can turn there verses three to five tonight behold children are a heritage from the lord the fruit of the womb is a reward like arrows in the hands of a warrior so are the children of one's youth happy is the man who have his who has his quiver full of them they shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. You know, God gives us children in the natural, and he gives us instruction in how to raise these children according to his word. But I want to apply this passage tonight to us as God's children, as God's sons and daughters, and how he desires to train, to develop us to be effective arrows in the battle that we are in. Verse 3 says, behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. There are so many scriptures in the word of God that speak to us as being God's children, as being the sons and daughters of the living God. Many scriptures that speak to us as being the heritage of God. And as his heritage, he has a plan. He has a deep yearning and desire that we would be effective, skilled, arrows, warriors in the battle that we find ourselves in. If I were to ask you tonight this question, are you winning the battle for your life? Every day, are you walking in a measure of the Holy Spirit that secures you victory over the enemies of your mind and your soul? What would your answer be to that question? This question is not meant to condemn you. It's not meant to make you feel inadequate or unworthy in any way. But the truth is is that there is a reason that God has left us hundreds and hundreds of scriptures that speak about the spiritual war, that speak about battle, that speak about the urgency and the requisite and the need for us to sharpen our spiritual weapons. Because the truth is, is that the enemy is real. The spiritual war, the spiritual battle is real that we find ourselves in the fight for your salvation tonight is real. The fight for your faith in the almighty God to be firm and steadfast. The fight for you to live according to the truths of the word of God is real. And it rages against us at all times. If we are not defeating the enemies of our soul tonight, Let us be encouraged to sharpen those spiritual weapons. Let us be encouraged to sharpen every part of our lives that we can say we are the children of God. We are the children of the mighty warrior who are arrows in his hand, and we will be effective to penetrate every enemy target that sets itself up against us. God is the bowman, the mighty archer, and he sees the targets of the enemy clearly in our lives. You know, I love this imagery of the bowman and archer in Psalm 127. It is significant that the Lord chose to use this piece of weaponry in this passage of Scripture. There is a distinct purpose with this particular weapon in which it is used. And the purpose of the bow and arrow is to be able to shoot many arrows quickly, is to be able to shoot arrows against the enemy from a distance. The arrows are not meant to be shot at too close of a range, but rather from a distance. And I believe that the Holy Spirit would ask us this tonight. Are you able to see your enemies from a distance? Are you able to see them approaching before they arrive close up, face to face? How often are we not watching? How often are we not On guard to be able to attack the enemy before he ever reaches the gate of our home before he ever reaches the gates of our lives the opening verses in Psalm 127 they read unless the Lord builds the house they labor in vain who build it unless the Lord guards the city the watchman stays awake in vain and I would ask all of us tonight is the Lord building your house Is the Lord the one who is guiding your spiritual eyesight, or are you focused elsewhere? Are we busy with other things, other priorities, other areas in our lives? Are we looking to Him? Because if He is guiding our spiritual sight, He will enable us to see our enemies from a distance. There are times that we are called to war in hand to hand combat, fighting the enemy face to face. The Bible teaches us about that clearly. But then there are times that we are called to be aware of our enemies coming from a distance. And so God requires every part of our lives, of our arrow, to be in perfect alignment with him so that we can shoot the arrows and kill the enemy before he ever reaches the gates. Isaiah 42, verse 13. The Lord shall go forth like a mighty man. He shall stir up his zeal like a man of war. HE SHALL CRY OUT, YES, SHOUT ALOUD, AND HE SHALL PREVAIL AGAINST HIS ENEMIES. VERSES 4-5 to OF PSALM 127, LIKE ARROWS IN THE HANDS OF A WARRIOR, SO ARE THE CHILDREN OF ONE'S YOUTH. HAPPY IS THE MAN WHO HAS HIS QUIVER FULL OF THEM, THEY SHALL NOT BE ASHAMED, BUT THEY SHALL SPEAK WITH THEIR ENEMIES IN THE GATES. I'm so thankful tonight that our God is the mighty man. He is the mighty warrior, and we are the arrows in his hand. There are four parts to an arrow that can be related to how God wants to form and develop us. Really quickly tonight, number one is the arrow shaft. This part is the long spine of the arrow. Modern arrow shafts are made of different materials, wood, fiberglass, aluminum, carbon, But no matter the material in which this part of the arrow is made, what this part of the arrow must have is the correct stiffness to match the bow for optimal accuracy. Every arrow has a degree of stiffness called spine. And this degree of stiffness is related to the degree in which it is resistant to bending. As an arrow is released, the shaft bends a little bit before straightening in flight. Incorrect stiffness or a stronger degree to which the arrow bends will cause the arrow to fly erratically and inaccurately. A beautiful spiritual principle here for our lives that there must be a strong degree of stiffness to our spine. We must walk uprightly having a firm resistance to bending or deforming under the world's pressure. Romans 12, 2, a familiar verse to us. I wanna look at it in the Passion Translation tonight. It says, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. You see, the Lord desires to develop us in such a way that we would be those arrows who are unbending in living the truths of God. The other principle of the arrow shaft is the weight of it. The heaviness of the arrow is what gives it the impact when it hits the target. How many know that there is a weight that the Lord calls us to carry church? There is a weight of the Lord's presence that he yearns that we would carry there is a weight of his call there is a weight of the word of god there is a weight of his convictions that he desires that we would carry upon our lives first peter 4:16 in the passion translation glorify god because you carry the anointed one's name first john 2 verse 14 The word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. The message reads out of this verse, God's word is so steady in you. Your fellowship with God enables you to gain a victory over the evil one. You see, when we carry and when we live the weights of the truths of God, there will be a greater impact, a greater penetration against the target of the enemy, against your life has arrows in the hands of our mighty warrior. We need to allow this process of the Holy Spirit to straighten out our lives. How many have ever needed a straightening out of your life? A straightening out of an attitude, a perception, a, just a bending against the world, a bending into the world. He wants to place the weight of God's purposes upon us. Number two, the second part of the arrow is the arrow fletching. This part of the arrow is the three plastic veins or the three feathers that you often see on an arrow. The fletching creates wind drag and it can also cause the arrow to spin in flight. This action of spinning is similar to a rifle bullet. And the purpose of this spinning in flight is that it provides stability and accuracy in flight. In the spiritual, the three veins can be related to a few different areas. You can fill it in if you'd like. I've chosen to relate it to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the fulfillment of the Trinity over our lives and in our lives. The Father has created us to be his children. His Son, Jesus Christ, has paid the price, securing our salvation and our victory against the enemy. And the Holy Spirit is our God and our power as we discern the enemy's attack and are guided to overcome. You see, each part of the Trinity is significant to us being skilled warriors and victorious and overcoming in the cause of Christ. The enemy tonight is targeting your God purpose. Every one of us in this room tonight, followers of Jesus Christ, you're here tonight and you do not know Jesus as your savior the enemy is targeting your salvation he's targeting our faith he's targeting our lives in him and he is working diligently to disconnect us from the Father Son and the Holy Spirit that you would lose stability and fly erratically as arrows we must be stable church and we must be accurate We must not be guided by anyone or anything else in our passions, in our pursuits, and in our convictions. The only ones that should be guiding us in our passions, that should have a hold over our pursuits and our conviction are the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We must yield to him. We must yield to this in our lives. We must not be persuaded by anyone We must not be persuaded by anything else, be guided by anyone or anything else except our mighty warrior who has divine purpose, who has called us to penetrate and destroy every lie, to destroy every misguided direction that is aimed to take you out, that is aimed to take you off of the perfect path of God for your life. Let us be persuaded by God, our warrior, let us be guided by the Holy Spirit. 2 Corinthians 4, 8-9. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Psalm 17, verse 5. Uphold my steps in your paths, that my footsteps may not slip. Psalm 16, verse 11, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Church, can I say tonight, that the Lord would call us and he would say this, do not deviate from the path of God for your life. Do not deviate to the left or to the right. Do not look behind you. When you fall down, you pick yourself back up by the power of the Holy Spirit. There is no greater path that we should find ourselves on, no greater path where there is protection, where there is a promise of an eternal inheritance than the path of Jesus Christ The arrow-fletching of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is crucial to ensure stability in God's anointing, to ensure stability in the truth of God, the truth that guides us and that sets us free. The arrow-fletching is crucial to ensure accuracy as it aims our lives for His cause, and it kills the giants who dare to stand in our way as we pursue Christ and His righteousness. Number three tonight, the third part of the arrow is the arrowhead. This is the point of the arrow that penetrates the target. The sharper the arrowhead, the greater impact it will have against the enemy. This principle is true in this spiritual as well, isn't it? The sharper you are with the sword of God, the greater impact it will have to correct you, to change you, to cause you to be so aligned in the truth of God for your life. The sharper you are in your intercessions, the greater impact you will have against the spiritual powers of darkness that are seeking to attack your life, the life of your family, the life of our loved ones, the life of the church. The sharper you are in your intercessions, the greater ability, the more that we hone this skill and this gifting in our lives, the greater ability we have to be guided by the Holy Spirit, to pray only the prayers that the Lord would guide us in. The sharper we are in the intercessions, the greater impact we will have to see the Lord's will done, to see his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, the sharper you are, in your praise weapons, in your worship warfare, the greater the ability you have to penetrate the target of the enemy that is seeking to keep your hands hanging down, that is seeking for there to be a physical weight and a heaviness to your spirit and your soul. When we sharpen the weapon of praise, When we make the decision to sharpen this skill by raising our hands, by opening our voice in prophetic worship, worship of faith in our praises, when we dance before the Lord, when we clap our hands before God, it is in these moments as we are honing this skill, as we are sharpening this skill, that the Lord sends his army of angels on our behalf and you will see chains that you thought can never be broken, broken in the name of Jesus when we sharpen the point of our praise, when we spend the time in worship, spend the time in our homes praising and worshiping, it is in these moments where the Lord uses this gifting. He uses this weapon as we are sharpening it unto him. And he says, strongholds will be broken in the name of Jesus. This is his promise according to the word of God. The significance of the arrowhead is important for us to understand. It is the arrowhead that signifies alertness. It signifies a precise, razor sharp, deadly point. When you sharpen the deadly point of your arrow, when you hone it, when we are precise to make it razor sharp, it will enter the enemy's attack at the precise area that it needs to in order for him to be defeated. Can you resolve tonight? Can you plan to rearrange your schedule if you need to, to change the priorities that the Holy Spirit is calling you to, to sharpen every aspect of your life, sharpen your character, sharpen the relationship, sharpen the spiritual ears to hear what the Lord would want to say, sharpen the weapons so that our warrior can propel us into the battle with a supernatural sharpness that will literally change us and change the darkness around us. We must sharpen every day for our God purpose, and we must sharpen with precision. We have excellent examples of men and women in the word of God who were skilled, who worked in the trades, who had specific calls and giftings upon their lives, and they were looked upon with favor by God because they spend the time honing their craft, they spend the time excelling in their gifting, to not just be good at what they do, but they understood that God is looking for a level of excellence. He is looking for us to raise the standard of how we work, to raise the standard of how we interact with one another, to raise the standard of our faith in the word of God to raise the standard of how we pray, worship and study because you can be sure tonight that the enemy is sharp. He has a precise target on your life. He has a precise target on your children, a precise target on the church of God, on those who are going hard after God, on those who are wondering and questioning the Lord. He is sharp and he is precise, but we have the mightiest warrior who declared and promised that no weapon formed against us would ever prosper in the name of Jesus. But he calls us to sharpen the arrowhead. If we do not sharpen the arrowhead, our arrows will be dull, and a dull arrow will not pierce the enemy. A dull arrow, an arrowhead that is full of ridges that has not been sharpened, will not kill the giants that need to be killed. Ecclesiastes 10, verse 10 If the axe is dull and one does not sharpen the edge, then he must use more strength. But wisdom brings success. The NIV uses the word skill instead of wisdom, saying that it is skill that brings success. And our skill in being sharpened comes by precision and dedication to excellence. I pray tonight that we can be focused on our God purpose, on our spiritual weapons, that we would hone them to a razor sharpness. There is a deeper level, church. There is a higher level, a more precise spiritual warfare that he calls us to. And when we pursue precision and excellence to sharpen our godliness, to sharpen our character, our weapons, we will be Not just arrows, but we will be as deadly arrows in the hands of our mighty warrior, where no weapon that is formed against us will ever come past the gate of our home, the gate of his church, the gate of our lives. Number four, the final part of the arrow is the arrow knock. The final part of the arrow is the knock. This part of the arrow is the strength of its attachment to the bowstring. There is a slotted plastic tip that is located at the rear end of the arrow that snaps onto the string and it holds the arrow in position, keeps it from wavering, keeps it from being released too soon. There is a specific point on the bowstring where the arrows are knocked, and this is called the knocking point. In this specific location on the bowstring, it usually requires a fine-tuning. A fine-tuning by moving it up or down the bowstring. The knock is what keeps the arrow securely in the bow and allows it to be launched. Isn't it true tonight that we need to be securely fitted with God so that he can hold us in position, and when he is ready... When we have prepared ourselves and when we are ready, He will send us forth as arrows into this world arrows of deliverance, arrows of hope, arrows of a godly love, arrows of salvation that are ready to break forth. An arrow that never leaves the quiver is without power. This is just fact and common sense. An arrow that never leaves the quiver is missing out on its purpose, is missing out on the reason it was designed, on the reason it was created. It is without any power. We need to be intentional to be fitted with God securely. We need to make space in our lives, in our arrows. We need to make a groove in our life for church, for his calling, so that we can be sent out. You see, there is a specific position for each one of us on the bowstring. In the bowstring, that is Christ. In the bowstring, that is his church. There is a specific position for each one of us where God desires to fine-tune us. He will place and position us properly. And when we are secure in this area, he will release us with the power and precision of the Holy Spirit. I pray tonight that we can each determine to have a deeper commitment to the arrow of your life, to have a deeper commitment to have a weight to your arrow shaft, that we would be stiff and upright in the truths of God, that we would have a deeper commitment to be secure in our arrow fletching, to stay firmly attached to the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, to be guided intentionally, that we would be the warriors tonight who would be precise in sharpening our arrowhead, that we would pierce the center of the enemy, the deepest places of the enemy until every giant is killed, that our arrow knock would be secure and fine-tuned on the bowstring so that the Lord can say, yes, my church is ready, my people are ready, that he would send us out and he would release us with his power to overcome. In my research of arrows, I've learned quite a bit, actually, But one of the interesting facts that I learned was this. This is a quote, says a military archer could shoot about 12 to 20 arrows a minute. However, they carried anywhere from approximately 30 to 75 arrows, which means unless you are in a specially prepared position with more arrows in reserve, you'd want to be more conservative in your use of ammunition. An archer who could shoot no more than 10 arrows per minute was considered to be unfit for military service. Wow. How many here have ever felt unfit to war against the enemy? But the truth of God tonight is that you are fit to war in this battle. You are able to be, no matter who you are, no matter how young, how mature you are in this place, you have the ability to be a powerful arrow in the hands of your mighty warrior you are made fit by the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ tonight and you know the enemy has lied to some of you for too long and it's time to break these lies off church it's time to be churches that are healed and whole that are sharpened to a razor preciseness in our lives the enemy has lied to say that you are unable, that you are too weak. And I believe one of the greatest lies of the enemy is this, that the battle is too great. It's just too strong. It's too big. It seems impossible. And I love the passage in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, the Spirit of the Lord comes upon Jehaziel, and he prophesies to the people of God on this day. He says, Thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Your battle tonight does not belong to you, your battle tonight belongs to the Lord God Almighty. If you would submit, if you would rise up, man and woman of God, to command the believing spirit to come forth in the name of Jesus, according to the promises, according to the truth of God's word, that greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. It's time for us to use the word of God as our weapon to use the spiritual truths, to pull them into our spirit, to pull them into our minds, to not allow the enemy to wreak havoc over our thoughts, over our spirits. You are not meant to carry heaviness. You are not meant to walk in the lies, but we are meant to know the truth, for the truth will set us free. <coughs> this quote that we read also said this, Unless you are in a specially prepared position with more arrows in your reserve, you'd want to be more conservative in your use of ammunition. I don't know about you, but I don't want to have to be conservative in my use of ammunition. There is no reason that as warriors of the greatest warrior on this earth and in heaven that we should ever have to be conservative in the use of our ammunition. There should be a bountyless reserve of supernatural weapons that are ready to be sent out for whatever time, whatever reason that is needed. In other words, if you are in a specially prepared position with the Holy Spirit, You have the ability to have a greater reserve of arrows at your disposal to be able to penetrate more enemies at a time. And so the Lord would say this to all of us: prepare your position, church. Prepare your position. Prepare the atmosphere of your home, your tent your house, your dwelling place, wherever God has set you, whether you are a single person, whether you have a family, it is time to prepare the atmosphere of our home. It is crucial to our victory. Prepare the position of your hearts. I wonder if even just in this moment right now, where you are, could you just begin to prepare the position of your hearts? Prepare the position of your mind in the presence of God. Another interesting fact is that a group of tightly packed infantry is extremely powerful. This very basically just means that the more archers who are in proper formation together, who have a reserve of sharpened arrows, once they start shooting their arrows together, they can break up the formation of a very powerful enemy more easily. So the worship team return, please. Our passage in Psalm 127 speaks of arrows in the hands of a warrior in the context of children, in the context of a family. And did you know tonight that every word of God is significant and intentional on his parts? He is teaching us about an important principle in this spiritual battle, that we need to war and be united with each other that our sons and our daughters need to be prepared in his presence in our homes. To be precisely sharpened arrows so that as families, we can infiltrate the enemy's army and have greater impact. But we take it one step further than that tonight. This passage also applies to the family of God, to the spiritual sons and daughters. God calls this family He calls Christ's city to come together, to form together as his warriors in this specially prepared position, the house of God. The house of God in our homes is the place where we are prepared by the Holy Spirit. These are the places where he desires to place the weight of his glory and his anointing upon us as arrows. These are the places where he desires to break any bending to the world off of us. We need to prepare the places of our homes, the places of our churches. Allow the process of the Holy Spirit to break off any bending to the world that is in our lives. We are in the specially prepared position right now in this moment, in his presence. Under the power of his word, And he desires to guide our purpose, to sharpen our spiritual weapons so that he can send us forth as arrows. Arrows who pierce the lies, who pierce the hopelessness. Arrows who cause the power of the Holy Spirit to be released into hearts, into minds that need salvation. The Lord desires to send us out as arrows of love, arrows of hope, arrows of truth, arrows who are unbending in their convictions that line up only with the word of God, arrows who are anointed, arrows who are so precise in the God purpose, who are so clear in the path that God has set them on that nothing can take them off of it wonder if we can sense the urgency of this call tonight would you begin to just bow your heads where you are and i would ask that you just begin to pray for your home right now that the lord would reveal to you how he wants to train you if there are children in your home no matter how young they are ask the lord to reveal to you how to train your children to be his arrows how to prepare your home to be on guard against the enemy's advances from a distance Holy Spirit, speak, we pray. We pray for the house of God as well. We need to be prepared, church, that he can release us. We need to be prepared in this specially prepared position. Not only that he would sharpen us, but that there would just begin to be this reserve of arrows in one another, in our lives psalm 144 verse 1 blessed be the lord my rock who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle lord it is only you who can build our homes it is only you who can build your house who can fortify your house guard the gates of our city guard the gates of our lives of our homes we pray let us be watchmen who can see in advance where the enemy desires to come and attack we yearn to be effective arrows who pierce the enemy precisely before he ever reaches the gates in the name of Jesus. Let's stand together tonight. I want to leave us with this final verse before we worship for a moment. I want to look at it in a few different translations because there is a beautiful fullness that I believe the Lord just wants to impart into our spirits tonight. Isaiah forty-two thirteen. The Lord shall go forth like a mighty man. We are not alone. He shall stir up his zeal like a man of war. He shall cry out, yes, shout aloud. He shall prevail against his enemies. The message, God steps out like he means business. You can see he's primed for action. He shouts, announcing his arrival. He takes charge and his enemies fall into line. The NIV The Lord will march out like a champion, like a warrior. He will stir up his zeal. With a shout, he will raise the battle cry and will triumph over his enemies. And finally, out of the voice, says, as a hero throws himself into battle, the eternal will take on his enemies with passion, shouting out a deafening roar. He will power over them. If we put this truth together from all of these translations, this is what the Holy Spirit would declare over us tonight, that we will be the arrows in the mighty man's hand, prepared, precise to hit every target. He steps onto our battlefield like he means business. He takes charge and his enemies fall into line. He throws himself into battle with passion. He marches out like a champion and stirs up his zeal. He triumphs over every enemy that dares to defy the army of the living God tonight. Hallelujah, Lord. Come on, can you receive that truth into your spirit tonight? We're going to worship the Lord. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you and guide you tonight. If you need prayer for anything, the altars are open, but let's worship her warrior tonight. Hallelujah.